Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. For those of you who love the science-based episodes, you are really going to enjoy today. Before we dive into this super nutrient that you are very likely lacking to your own detriment, I want to give a quick reminder that the waitlist is now open for our winter 2020 12 Weeks to Transformation, which kicks off the first Sunday in January but we're talking about it now because registration will open up to the wait list only on December 11th. So you can learn more about the 12 Weeks to Transformation, what it is, how it works, if it's right for you, the time investment, the financial investment, the payment options by going to primalpotential.com forward slash transform or by going to the show notes page for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash six eight. Six primalpotential.com forward slash six eight six. If you want to work with me much more closely to kick off your 2020 and create momentum, get out of your own way, and not bring the old patterns that aren't working for you into the new year, I would love to do that with you. Make sure you're on the wait list, primalpotential.com forward slash transform, or go to the show notes for today's episode which you can find at primalpotential.com forward slash 686. So here's what brought about today's episode. I got a text message from my best friend. He is a radiologist and he recently moved back to New England. This time of year on the East Coast and in a lot of places, it's darker earlier and we're not getting as much sunlight. For him... He also sits in a dark room most of the day. So he's getting to work when it's dark out. He's leaving work when it's dark out. And his text message basically said, hey, are you still doing light therapy? Light therapy. And what do you use for it? What is it doing for you? Because he realized that not being exposed to light was not good for his health and was not good for his mindset. But it's not just our eyes, right? Because many of us sit in artificial light all day long. Light is different. The light that comes out of a light bulb that might be in our office or our bedroom is very different from the light coming from the sun or the light coming from a therapeutic light device. And this matters for so many reasons that we're going to dive into today. The super nutrient that we are talking about is sunlight. Our retinas, so a piece of our eye, is very, very closely connected to our hypothalamus. 
And our hypothalamus is uh, does a lot of things, but one of the things it does is it controls our circadian rhythm, our sleep-wake cycles. And the way that it controls our sleep-wake cycles is by modulating our hormones. That includes melatonin, which is a hormone that helps us relax, fall asleep, stay asleep, get into deeper, more restorative stages of sleep, but not just melatonin. There's so many other hormones and also bodily functions like temperature and thirst and hunger that are influenced significantly by our circadian rhythm. So if our eyes are not getting enough of the right kind of light, it will impact our ability to get into those deeper, more restorative stages of sleep, even if we're able to fall asleep quickly. I talk to a lot of people who say, oh, I have no problem falling asleep. I pass right out. But oftentimes, people who fall asleep, get plenty of hours of sleep, still wake up not feeling rested. And that is often because something's going on with melatonin you're not producing enough of it or you're not producing it at the right time, so your body isn't as able to get into those deeper restorative stages of sleep so that you wake up feeling refreshed. Plus, there are so many people who have trouble regulating their hunger. They feel like they're hungry all the time or their hunger returns really quickly after eating and it doesn't make sense to them. I just ate, why am I hungry? And they don't know that that can have a lot to do with light exposure. And it's not just our eyes that need to be exposed to light. It is all of us. Let's, I, I did an episode about this a little over a year ago, but I wanted to talk about it again because not only is it very timely for this season, especially if you're in the United States, but also because I think a lot of people aren't doing anything about it. They might understand intellectually how important it is to be exposed to light, but they aren't routinely doing something about it, and I wanna help you change that. If we think about a plant, what happens to a plant if they do not get adequate light exposure? It dies, right? The reason it dies is because the light dramatically influences cellular activity. And that is not just true of plants, it is also true of animals. That is why we can and we should consider light a super nutrient. It is literally part of our life support system as is food, as is water, as is sleep. And food, water, and sleep, like, we get it. But the light piece of the equation, I don't think enough of us get. And even if we do, I don't think enough of us are doing something about it. In many ways, light is more powerful than vitamins and minerals. It's powerful because of the way that it influences what our cells do do. It influences if our body can generate energy and how much. 
It influences hormone production and hormone balance. It activates vitamins and minerals. Light is the thing that allows energy to be created in plants and in animals. It actually changes how our body functions. And the lack of light changes how our body functions. How many of us have had a baby who, or know a baby who, has needed to be placed under lights after they were born? Specifically, if a baby has jaundice, or not even a baby, they do this with adults too, they're placed underneath what are called Billy lights, short for Billy Rubin. And it clears it up. How and why does light do that? Because light sends messages to the body that changes the way our bodies function. The way this happens when we're talking about the Billy lights and a, and a baby or, or even an adult, the light on the bare skin, a specific wavelength of light breaks down bilirubin, which is accumulated and causes that yellow color of jaundice. The light causes the bilirubin to break down so much so that it can be excreted or eliminated by the body in urine or in feces. And without the light, that bilirubin is not broken down, so it can't be excreted, so the jaundice remains. Fundamentally, light changes the way our body operates. Think about people who have seasonal affective disorder or something along those lines where in the shorter months where it's darker outside for longer, they experience more depression or anxiety. It's not just, oh, I'm sad because I haven't seen the sun. The sunlight changes the way their body operates. Therefore, the lack of sunlight changes the way their body operates and they're not producing the same chemicals in the same amounts at the same time that they were when the days were longer and they had more exposure to light. I've shared before that light is a major factor in farming. When ranchers are raising cattle, they want big, strong, beefy cattle, right? Obviously, the, the better the meat, the more meat, the more they're going to make for that animal. And it is shown that cattle that spend longer days under the right type of light are 10 to 15% heavier without eating anything more. So if we take two groups of cows and we feed them the exact same thing, and the only variable we change is how much light exposure one group gets, one group gets, the group with the exposure to the right type of light, and we'll be talking about type of light today, is 10 to 15% heavier. Now you might be thinking, great, well, I don't wanna be under artificial light if it means I'm gonna be 10 to 15% heavier. Understand that humans are not designed to develop like cattle, so we don't have to worry about that. In fact, more light exposure in humans is associated with more leanness, less obesity. We look at um, cows that are raised for milk. The difference between 9 to 12 hours of light and 16 hours of light full spectrum light, not just like a regular light bulb, 
increases milk production by 10 to 15 percent. Nothing else changes. They're fed the same thing. But the variable that is controlled is the length of light exposure, the duration of light exposure, significant, 10 to 15% more milk production in the animals that were exposed to full spectrum light, which is the type of light that the, that the sun uh, exposes us to, just, just the light. You better believe I'm keeping that in mind when I start nursing my baby, right? because my baby will be a winter baby, not a lot of natural light, which is one of the reasons that my light therapy will, and we'll talk about more of the reasons, but one of the reasons that my light therapy will be even more important to me after having that baby. Light therapy alone is used to treat so many things, not just the jaundice that we talked about, but herpes, psoriasis, light alone. But as I've said, not all light is created equal, right? Some light creates effects we don't want. We've talked about this before in minimizing blue light exposure. Blue light being the type of light emitted from our electronic devices, our television, our computers, our tablets, our cell phones. That light, that light alone, suppresses melatonin production. But other types of light, and there are many, have massively positive effects on our energy, on our metabolism, on our metabolism, on skin health, collagen production, hormone balance. People call this like biohacking, right? If you've ever heard of biohacking, it really just means a way to optimize something, a workaround. It's not a, it's not a hack. It's not junk science. It's not quackery. It's called biohacking, using science to get a better result. And light therapy is, is often something that falls into this category of biohacking. With very little time and very little effort, and in most cases, very little money, we can increase our energy. We can improve our mood. We can decrease depression. So many benefits here just by leveraging the right kind of light and minimizing the wrong kind of light. This first came up for me. I had heard about biohacking with light before, but I hadn't really dove into it until, I guess it was about two years ago now when I froze my eggs because I started to hear about how significant our ovaries were in terms of our overall concentration for, for females, our overall concentration of mitochondria. And then that led me to the impact of light on the mitochondria. If you've heard that word before, the mitochondria, um, and you're not quite sure what it means, and you can't quite think back to seventh grade science class, the mitochondria is a part of the cell that is the energy center of the cell, the powerhouse of the cell, our body's energy factory, and light dramatically influences the function of the mitochondria. So not only was I thinking about this because of my friend's text, but then I was thinking back to when I bought my light therapy device, which I'll tell you more about. It's just something that I personally use. Um, they're not a sponsor of the show or anything like that. I first got it 
because I was in the process of freezing my eggs, right? And in females, while our cells all have mitochondria, there is a greater concentration of mitochondria in the cells of the ovaries, right? What this tells us is that if you have stronger, more efficient mitochondria, you have healthier ovaries. And one of the ways that we can really boost the strength of function of our ovaries or of our mitochondria is through light. So I got my light therapy device and started using it around the time that I was going through the process of freezing my eggs. And now as I've been thinking about, okay, I know women are at a very high risk of postpartum depression after delivering, especially um, delivering in the winter months has a, a greater incidence of postpartum depression. So I've been thinking through like, what are some things I can plan to do proactively and making sure that I'm continuing with my light therapy is a huge part of that. Our mitochondria listen to light or are instructed and influenced by light more than almost anything else. And these little cellular powerhouses, they keep your body running. They generate energy in the form of ATP. You probably heard of that way back in science class. And it's not just the ovaries that contain the highest concentration of mitochondria, also the brain and the heart. So this is not just a ladies only thing, because if you're listening to this, pretty sure you have a heart and a brain, though some of the feedback I get makes me question that. No, I'm just kidding. That was not, I'm just, that was a joke. Ah, that was a joke. So our mitochondria talk to each other all across the body, which means that if some mitochondria suffer, they all suffer. And similarly, if, they're all, if, if some of them are getting stronger and more efficient, then your entire body feels the difference because they communicate with each other. Light signals the mitochondria of what to do and when to do it, which means that we can, just by exposing ourselves to the right type of light, change the entire health of our bodies. This is fact. This is science. There's so much science supporting this, guys. Light exposure and light therapy and the impact on it. It is routinely used in hospitals. It is routinely used in all different kinds of therapy. I shared in the episode I did um, a year or so ago that when I went to a chiropractor, he would charge me $75 to expose my knee to light for like three or four minutes, and it made a significant difference. We require light. Our mitochondria require light. This is why, from a survival standpoint, our skin has photoreceptors. How do we know our skin has photoreceptors? Have you ever had a sunburn? Your skin responds to light. So from a survival standpoint, we have photoreceptors everywhere. It is not just in our eyes. Every part of our body can perceive 
light. Every inch of our skin, our largest organ, can perceive light. It's not just our eyes. And when you think about that, holy moly, my body can perceive the presence of light. That's not a coincidence. It's not just a cool little tidbit. It is necessary for survival. And that is why we have to expose ourselves to light. In fact, a few weeks ago, just in passing conversation, Sarah was telling me that her aunt got the recommendation from one of her healthcare providers to expose her back, her bare back, to the light for a certain number of minutes every day to the sunlight, no matter what, no matter the temperature. Why the back? Because it's a huge surface area. Because there's more photoreceptors getting activated than when we're bundled up and it's just our face and our hands. This is a great opportunity to improve your health in a very tangible way, a very a very easy to do kind of way. It seems to me to be a lot easier than telling people to eat better, right? It seems far easier to expose yourself to sunlight or artificial light of the right type, not blue light, to make yourself healthier. There's a tremendous amount of research on cellulite and light exposure, of overall skin health and light exposure. When we decrease our exposure to light, whether it's seasonal or it's because of where we live or any other reason, we create inefficiencies in our body that impact our health. And obviously, and I know you guys are thinking it, yes, the sun can burn our skin and that can be bad. We're not talking about overexposure of the wrong kinds of lights. In fact, the the type of light that is in most light therapy devices is not likely to burn your skin the way that full spectrum light from the sun will. But warning, if your device says five minutes of daily exposure, 20 minutes is not better because you can and you will burn your skin. Your skin is sensitive. It has photoreceptors. But I also don't want to perpetuate this notion that we should fear light and we should fear the sun. Because while with all things, we want to be smart about it, but we really put ourselves at risk by staying away from it altogether. I mean, think about the people who never go outside without sunscreen or who all year round wear a makeup with sunscreen in it. So even the little bit of sun exposure they're getting is getting blocked because of the type of skincare products they're using. And I'm all for being responsible, right? I've had too many sunburns in my life and I understand the risks of that, but I also understand the risks of not getting enough exposure to light. What happens when we don't have water or we don't have food or we don't sleep? We get sick and then we die. The same thing happens when we avoid light exposure. But even with food and even with water, we can overexpose ourselves, right? What happens if we eat too much too often? We become overweight. Eventually, we can become sick. Eventually, we can die. And the same thing with water. We can overhydrate and it can kill us. So let's not get caught up in this, it's either good or it's bad kind of debate because the reality is, It is really, really, really good and necessary, and it can be bad and dangerous. 
But just because it can be bad and dangerous, like food can be and water can be, we don't avoid it. And just because the sun itself, overexposed, can be bad and dangerous, does not mean that we should avoid it because it is a super nutrient, okay? Let's talk about the different types of light and how they differ from each other. We've done this in a handful of other episodes, even when we were talking back in episode 342 about vitamin D, and we were talking about the impact that vitamin D can have on fat loss and on energy. We were talking about uh, how sunlight creates a conversion of vitamin D to the active form, so it's not enough to take vitamin D, right? But we also need sunlight as well. If we look at the types of light we're referring to here, the sun gives full spectrum light, UVA and UVB. Too much, you will burn, not good. Blocking it, too much, means you don't get enough, not good. And the sunlight not only contributes to the direct formation of vitamin D in your body, it also activates vitamin D by turning it into vitamin D sulfate, you can supplement all day long with synthetic vitamin D, but you're not getting the full spectrum of benefits when only sunlight can produce vitamin D sulfate. You also need sulfate to produce cholesterol sulfate from cholesterol. Just like sun, just like food, just like water, cholesterol is not bad. It has a very important role. Cholesterol sulfate is a prerequisite or a precursor to all of our sex hormones. Testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, all of the sex hormones need cholesterol sulfate. So you might have ample cholesterol in your body produced naturally or ample cholesterol from your diet, but without sun exposure, you can't convert it to this form, cholesterol sulfate, in order to produce sex hormones. So when we look at people who have low testosterone or low progesterone or low estrogen, sunlight is a factor there. With testosterone, we're also looking at an impact on ability to build and maintain muscle, ability to burn fat. Testosterone also has a huge role in confidence and of course in sex drive. So when we look at any testosterone issue or issue stemming from testosterone, we are also looking at a sunlight issue. UVB. So we, we said that the sun gives us UVA and UVB rays. UVB light causes less tissue damage and has more of a biological benefit than UVA. Okay, so UVB light is what increases vitamin D production. UVB light decreases inflammation. So sunlight and sun exposure or artificial light in the form of UVB rays can be a huge part of pain management. The other cool thing about UVB, and this is where we start talking about depression and anxiety and seasonal affective disorder and things like that, UVB triggers the production of neurotransmitters like dopamine, the feel-good or the happy chemical. And UVB light is also what has been shown to help with skin issues, including acne. 
Very interestingly, uh, and this is a cool newer, newer area of research, have you ever heard of an antibiotic-resistant bacteria? You get a bacterial infection and they try all these different antibiotics and it just seems like none of them are responding to the infection you have. And that's when things get really dangerous and risky when your type of bacterial infection is resistant to antibiotic treatment. UVB lamps have been shown to kill antibiotic-resistant bacteria. And in some research, and again, you can go to pubmed.gov and, and look all of this stuff up if you're really wanting to get deep into the research, UVB exposure can actually protect against skin cancer. It has a protective effect. UVB light is the, is the one that converts vitamin D to vitamin D supplement, uh, to vitamin D sulfate, which you're not getting uh, from the, the supplementation side of things. And you can purchase a UVB light. But as I've said, follow the freaking instructions, okay? I don't represent any of these companies, but if it says five minutes or it says seven minutes or it says stay six inches away from it or whatever it says, more is not better, closer is not better, use your brain. There's another form of light, blue light, which we've talked about in a different context. Blue light is really taxing on our eyes. It's not a color that our eyes are good at seeing. It takes a lot of work for our eyes to adjust to blue light, which is why people get computer eye strain or that eye fatigue at the end of a day where they've been working on their computer. And blue light also suppresses melatonin, which can lead to trouble sleeping and that wired but tired feeling. I don't know if anybody other than me has ever felt that where you are wired after a day of work, but you're also exhausted. You just can't fall asleep. No bueno. A lot of that has to do with blue light exposure. And we'll talk about some things that uh, I do for, for all of these different types of light when we get to the end of the episode. Then there's red light. Red light is what got me most excited about light therapy because red light is really powerful at recharging those mitochondria. Red light also stimulates DNA and RNA synthesis. Red light is really great for any type of skin issue that needs more blood flow or needs more lymph drainage, your lymphatic system, um, so really good for cellulite. It's also really powerful for detoxification because red light stimulates waste removal from the body and it helps to repair damaged tissue. That's why years ago my chiropractor used the red light therapy on my knee because it helps our bodies to heal any damaged tissue. It helps to decrease inflammation and swelling, which is a powerful thing for pain management. And because of the way that it helps to improve the efficiency of our mitochondria, uh, red light's really great for energy energy production, uh, metabolism, all things in our body that require energy, right? Red light also triggers collagen synthesis, which is great for our joints, but also great for younger looking skin, which I really am excited about. Um, and red light has been approved by the FDA, right? It is the most studied wavelength or, or type of light out there. 
And that's that's what I personally use, but not exclusively because I really do work hard to get that full spectrum light from the sun as well for at least a couple minutes a day, even when it's cold outside. And a lot of spas have these treatments too. So you could go to a spa and they probably have a, a red light booth. I, I was just booking an appointment for one the other day um, that was like a, it was actually a sound therapy thing. So there was like um, different, I don't know if you've ever heard of like a sound bath or anything like that. You can Google it, but they incorporated red light and sound, but I do have a red light at home. Um, so there's so many different ways to take advantage of light therapy. It's really not about right or wrong, but rather about your goals so much of how you choose to address this will depend on your goals, right? For general health, it might be totally sufficient if you are able and willing and disciplined enough to get light exposure every single day. Maybe even when it's cold outside, you go out in a tank top and you stand there for three to five minutes, right? You're not going to get a sunburn, but you, you make that happen, especially in peak daylight hours. That takes discipline and it takes a willingness to be uncomfortable because today it's around 20 degrees here and I'm not super excited about doing that. But I will make sure that my hands and my neck and my face are exposed for a couple minutes. That's just a, a pattern that I have, even if it means I stand outside my car for a minute or two before getting in. But I also do a few other things that, that I'm happy to share with you. So I personally use the Juve Light, J-O-O-V-V. I got it a couple of years ago again, when I was freezing my eggs because I just wanted to be as healthy as possible and I really loved and enjoyed it. One of the things, there's a ton of these kinds of products on the market, so I'll tell you really quickly, and they're not a sponsor of this show, but I will tell you really quickly why I went with Juve as opposed to other products. It's a big light. They have all different sizes, but mine I want to say is like maybe four and a half feet long by 10 inches wide. What that means is you're getting more exposure versus a small little lamp that's going to be very localized and you're not going to get much exposure over your whole body. Basically, with my Juve light, I can sit in there for five minutes and like slowly turn in a circle and listen to a podcast or even I do it often when I'm meditating and get pretty much full body exposure that you're not going to get from a much smaller device. Plus, I really like Juve because they've done a ton of research on their product, and I'll link them up in the show notes. You can find that at primalpotential.com forward slash 686. Might be a good thing to ask for for the holidays. I also do several things to minimize exposure to the wrong kind of light. So I use Flux on my computer, F-L-U-X, which is basically a free software that allows you to say, I live in this time zone, and it's going to change the type of light that is emitted from your computer when the sun sets in your area, right? And then change it again when the sun rises so that it's blocking the blue light after dark so that you're not having as much of that melatonin suppression. So Flux is something that I use. It's totally free. I also have blue blocker glasses. Now, I got my first pair of blue blocker glasses years ago, and they were so ugly, and they looked like construction safety glasses, and I hated wearing them for that reason. But 
it's a new day and age and uh, there's tons of companies out there who are making really adorable blue blocker glasses. The brand I love and I've shared with you guys before is called Classy, K-L-A-S-S-Y. Um, you can save money when you shop through Classy through my link. Uh, so I'll put that in the show notes. I also, one of the things that I am going to do in the baby's nursery, and we've been in renovation, so I don't have it throughout the house just because we don't really have lights, but I'm going to get full spectrum bulbs. I'm also going to have some salt lamps because I don't want to turn on a full spectrum bulb at night because that can mess with circadian rhythm. I want a softer light. And that is what I'll use like a salt lamp for. But during the day, especially in the winter time, I want those full spectrum light bulbs. I also take a heart health product that includes astaxanthin. Big word, but essentially one of the cool things about astaxanthin is that it protects your eyes from eye strain, from computer eye strain that comes from some of that blue light. Um, so something to consider there, as well as I, I try to get exposure to the sun when I can. Uh, and then things like making sure that you're not exposed to light when it's dark out, whether that's blackout curtains or covering up any lights coming from electronics in your bedroom, different things like that can make a big difference. The bottom line here, guys, is that light is a super nutrient and it is not enough for us to focus on sleep and on food and on hydration because light has a huge part of it. Plants die without light and so do humans, right? We start to function suboptimally and over time it can create real health challenges from hormonal imbalances to cognitive imbalances to physical imbalances. So do something about it. Even if it's the free option of going out in a tank top no matter the time of year and standing in that full spectrum light, I know it can be cold. I know it can be hard to do. You're not going to walk out on your lunch break and whip your shirt off. I hope if you do, I want pictures. You got to prove it because that would be hysterical. Um, but do something about this. Block the blue light. Get some blue blockers. Consider if you're in the market for, for spending a bit more money, getting a, a therapy light that matches your needs, right? We talked about the different types of light and how they operate differently. So you choose what's best for you. What's best for me is the Juve light. And I will link that up in the show notes, but that might not be what is best for you. Everybody have a wonderful day. I'll chat with you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.
Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big